Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Living on Blockchain. Today, we are speaking to Vijay from BitScrunch. Uh, he has been uh, in the space for some time now, and uh, you know, this was a very interesting conversation for me because I wanted to really pick his brain on all things NFTs and SBGs, and just uh, understanding his take on how the user is. Uh, the end user is basically responding to this particular bear cycle. Uh, it was a re- really, really fun uh, conversation, very insightful as well. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Uh, let's deep dive right in. Uh, hi, Vijay. Thank you so much for taking out the time to speak to me today. How are you doing? Amazing podcast. All right. Thank you so much once again. So just for our listeners, I think everybody would know uh, whoever's in this space, they would know about you. Uh, you know, Bill Scrunch is, uh, is quite a legacy in itself, but uh, for the listeners who just joined in, perhaps Web Leakage, would you like uh, giving an intro about yourself and how you got into this space? Yeah, sure. Uh, so myself, Vijay, uh, Vijay Pramin, originally from uh, Chennai in India, but then living in Munich, Germany for the last decade or so. So, so I, I moved to Germany to do my master's in 2013. Uh, 2012 2013 and since then i live in germany i worked for companies like Volkswagen and siemens two of the german ogs uh, in the web space uh, before i founded crunch amidst pandemic uh, right. so it's, it's been more than two years with bits crunch so far the journey has been so amazing a lot of uh, uh, ups and downs a lot of uh, interesting happenings we, we able to manage raise uh, close to six and a half million dollars uh, but but from right. prominent investors i mean it's, it's not just about the money but then we got the money from coinbase ventures animoca brands chainlink polygon crypto.com gate labs you, you just name it right. uh, so we have what uh, two thirds of the cap table is filled with some of the top three uh, top 10 uh, web two uh, web three native vcs and uh, glad that Bitscrunch is taking its its shape in the market, and uh, what we are solving is the NFT forensics part. So okay. just just for any crypto uh, guy or a girl, we are more like uh, a chain analysis of uh, NFT space. Uh, I would say we are an amalgamation of Dune analytics plus chain analysis for the NFTs. So we want bring more trust and transparency to the NFT. And uh, so far, so good. So the journey has been amazing. Thanks. Right. So uh, tell me a little about uh, more about how you came up, you know, upon this idea. How did you stumble upon uh, cre- creating a, a platform for e- analytics or insights for NFTs? Uh, so I was with C when I was with Volkswagen. I have been doing data analytics for those uh, wonderful uh, multinational companies over right. here in Germany. I wanted to do something on data in the blockchain space as well, because uh, being a retail user, I've, I've been in crypto since what, 2017 or 18, where I've made some money, lost some bucks as well. Uh, but then I've been in touch continuously as a retailer, as a, as a retail right. investor, I used to follow things in the space. And I decided to build something that is comfortable for me. And that is when I, hmm. I started assembling the pieces, I, I set up a team, I, I I know my CTO, uh, we, we did masters together in Germany, so I, I reached out to him. I reached out to my founder, Saravanan, who back then did his masters in Ireland. So we, we set up a team, we started decoding blockchain data. And as you know, blockchain data is, is something that is not uh, straightforward. 
people mm. cannot understand blockchain data right. such so we need teams like uh, birdscrunch or team like dune analytics or nansen to decode what's happening so started there and then saw a huge surge in the nft space and we wanted to focus on that growing sector rather than focusing on the entire blockchain we wanted to set our footprints on the nft space first before moving out on blockchains okay all right so you know the so, so the your plan is basically to move beyond nfts and perhaps uh, cover other assets as well yes so we take one step at a time i mean we started with nfts to begin with right. and as we move forward yes the plan is to also move beyond nft assets that are uh, on the blockchain will tell when is that move going to be but right now we are pretty much occupied and happy with what we are doing uh, focusing on the nft space okay awesome and uh, just to just for my understanding and for the understanding of the user so anybody can go on this current and sign up and they would be able to uh, make use of your analytics platform yes we have launched a b2c platform which is called unleashnfts.com uh, okay. so uh, it's it's a, it's a b2c segment of bitscrunch and and there anybody can go connect their wallet in they can see the wallet portfolio the nfts that they own on their wallets and they can see a whole bunch crazy analytics as well as forensics uh, for free wow okay so this is if this is for free so what is exactly the business model here you're charging the enterprises uh, for gaining insight yes yes right now right now we are primarily b2b Uh, so for instance we work with a couple of fortune 500 companies as well uh, so not just that the cap table is strong but then are so strong uh, we work with mastercard uh, for the nft security segment and then kpmg israel is also uh, in in talks with using nft tools uh, that can that could help nft auditing and then dapradar is a customer a lot of cloud providers using our apis we charge the enterprises we have uh, different sets of api calls limiting aspects and uh, b2c is free for now but then right. the plan is to eventually make it a subscription model for the end users as well okay awesome and uh, for these particular nfts like are you guys chain agnostic or are you working with particular set of chains so we are currently live across three chains ethereum okay. polygon and avalanche and right. uh, we are about to go live on binance as well so uh, that makes it four chains by uh, end of this month and then awesome. we are also indexing solana which is a beast uh, which which also right. <laughs> eventually yeah. takes us beyond evm takes us beyond right. evm so up until now yes we are heavily evm based but then the goal is to also break the shackles and move beyond evm by indexing solana and other chains as well awesome awesome that was going to be my next question so you know these are all evm compatible chains uh, awesome. when we were moving further ahead but you know i kind of took care of that awesome so this is uh, very exciting but uh, just from a perspective of a builder uh, like now that you know you've launched a b2c platform as well what is the kind of uh, response that you've seen from the end user like has it been as promising as that of enterprises or do you feel that analytics and insights are still not uh, something that you know really uh, the user the end user is not that interested in to perhaps to get all of those detailed insights what is your take i mean analytics and and forensics are 
pieces that uh, that that's more like a, uh, an add on to to whatever mm. services people are providing right i mean right and uh, it's it's more like uh, a seat cover for a car <laughs> right because people can still drive the car without the seat cover right yeah but but then uh, ultimately it, it gives you comfort it gives you so many amazing business insights and as the market peaks uh, i mean this happened in the last bull run as well right if you look at uh, some amazing firms like dune analytics was was raising at 1 billion valuation in the last bull run and, right. and then nansen was raising 3 uh, 3 quarters to the 4 of billion dollar valuation uh, last time and chain analysis for instance on the other hand uh, was sitting at 8 billion valuation so right now if you look at things yes the nft market has cooled down uh, things have, have gone down uh, but thanks to blur opensea and others now that the marketplace wars are going on it has seen a little upside uh, but then in general uh, we are nowhere close to the peak uh performance of the nfts like last february right yeah so i yeah. i think all markets have their cycles but uh it's interesting to know that you know users uh are taking on uh, and uh, they are looking at insights and analytics because i feel that that is one of the problems with perhaps the web3 space right the users some users or a category of users is getting to the space for making a quick buck and they don't really do their due diligence with this particular tool you are actually able to empower them and it's good that they exactly. recognize it yeah yeah exactly that's the plan i mean there are like so many uh, users that say that they are a power user of nans and they are a power user of dune right that's right. that's for the general broader crypto market and yeah. we want it to be the same for the nft user so for the all the nft dgens out there no matter what chains that they are buying nfts into we want them to have bitscrunch or unleashnfts.com as a platform where they go and decide their investment opportunity so we we help people in picking the right investments and also most importantly we tell them where not to invest because we hmm. show what are the wash traded assets what are the malicious assets on the chain so that they right. can stay stay a little bit away from those malicious assets right so now moving a little beyond uh, the platform what is your take on uh, the nfts that are being uh, you know the collections basically being launched by the bigger companies like uh, amazon had uh, recently you know i think they had uh, announced something i'm not sure if that is out yet but starbucks definitely has launched uh, their collection and uh, like what is so has many other retail platform so what is your take on these nfts and what has been the user response so far so uh, just just coming on to the user response first even yes. during this market we are clocking 200000 visits per month on our platform which wow. is so amazing right i mean we right. we just launched our beta and we are live across three chains now and uh, already we are seeing 200000 visits per month which is quite amazing for for yeah. what uh, we think that the nft market is pretty much dead right. and uh, coming to the brands that are coming onto nfts just remember hmm. nfts just saw one bull run right right yeah and just within that one bull run you were able to see a lot of brands shipping into nfts starting from adidas yeah. nike uh, gucci louis vuitton 
mm. then uh, reddit mastercard amazon as you said amazon has announced launching an nft marketplace and mm. if uh, it is likely to happen by by end of this month if that happens then amazon can literally bring millions of users into web3 right mm. and that is what brands have realized because they can easily onboard people in the name of nfts to blockchain but it's it's literally difficult for brands to educate people what is defi right right so they see nfts as a tool as an option to educate users and onboard users easily because you can create a digital twin of whatever physical product that you are selling and you can you can make them buy an nft you can attach an nft with whatever physical purchases that you make right. and uh, like i said it's just one bull market uh, mm. that, that it has seen and i'm i'm really curious to know how things are going to be in the next bull for nfts absolutely you and me both i think uh, you know i was one of the naysayers when <laughs> crypto kitties had come out and i did not understand what is the huge uh deal about nfts but uh, because i i felt that it's more like about just ownership and a digital art but as the time has progressed uh, there are so many use cases for nfts and i'm happy to stand corrected uh, that this is like a booming space and as you said i i do believe uh, that you know in the next bull run uh, we are going to see a bigger boom uh, as against the first one yeah absolutely yeah what is your what is your take on uh, bitcoin ordinals because you know we've been hearing a lot about it uh, again something that 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 has been making a little noise but what what do you think about ordinals in general and again from because you know you have the insights so i would love to know how has the take been for users as well do they understand it well are they interested uh, then you know in, in ordinals or is it is it just a lot of noise right now what what would what is your take i mean some some say that it is it is actually a destruction for the purpose of the bitcoin <laughs> because bitcoin mm. was was meant uh, for a financial uh, tool in in the first place and and people right it's when, just a store of value yeah exactly and when people see things getting inscripted onto bitcoin they they mm. they, they feel that the bitcoin's purpose is being misused but on the other side uh there are people who celebrate uh, the other opportunities bitcoin could provide uh, right. but it's it's too early to take a call on ordinals at this point in time because we we lack a lot of infrastructure projects like mm. there are very few marketplaces where you can uh, make bitcoin ordinals or or there is another thing called bitcoin stamps that that also became okay. popular last week so okay I have not heard requires... of that. Well, please tell me more. <laughs> I, I have not heard of Bitcoin stamps. Is it Bitcoin... like ordinals? Like how does that work? Yes, it's similar to ordinals, but uh, okay. the, the way it is inscribed is different. Okay. Ordinals is something that yeah, uh, it's it's where this particular block is associated with uh, the, the the particular ordinal piece. Right. But stamps is something. It's more like a certification. so this has been okay. stamped or something like that uh, wow. it is yet to boom but yeah okay. those those were also in the talks but like i said the marketplaces are not really there for people to have a look at what's going on what is the number of sales what is the number of transaction and mm. uh, it's also not easy process to mint nfts or mint ordinals on bitcoin right, right uh, yeah. there 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 is uh, 
uh, uh, 10 step process attached to that whereas right. if you look at ethereum nfts or or nfts on any other chain it's just few clicks away from getting your nfts and you could potentially see it on chain right. either either store it on ipfs or or any web2 cloud services but yeah. that's not the case for bitcoin and uh, this this will take some time uh, to mature until people see the actual use case see the hmm. uh, ordinals out of their own eyes uh, but yeah that's likely to happen in the next months time, time should tell how this is going to be right so the uh, this bitcoin stamp thing is really interesting i'm going to read up right after this recording about <laughs> okay. it thank you for sharing that um okay. so um, now uh, that you know we kind of touched upon bitcoin ordinals i actually wanted to go back to uh, when you were talking about uh, physical asset backed nfts uh, right so there are uh, nfts now uh, i had recently read an article about how there is a certain real uh, to each entities um, which are backed by uh, the property or the real estate so again is this something uh, that you see will boom more in the next bull run or do you feel that this is going to be one of the foundational things that is going to take nfts forward because uh, you know then you have something tangible uh, you know along with that nft sale uh yes i see a lot of uh, sort of digitals coming up Because right. if you look at fashion brands, uh, Nike and Adidas, they are milking a lot of money out of NFTs, uh, mm, and, yeah. and uh, uh, it 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 is being followed by brands like Gucci or or uh, Tiffany and Co or or Louis Vuitton. They are also releasing right. pendants with brands like Yuga Labs, right? CryptoPunks right. and Boredips. So yeah. this uh, this will follow because this this creates an opportunity for brands to create an exclusive community, right? because right, right now yeah. if you ask who are the fans of nike or reebok you can you can literally see a lot of hands going up but but you yeah. are not really sure if they are really fans or if they are one time buyers but if right. if a brand decides to nurture its own community more much like a web3 native community it it can do it uh, with the help of blockchain and nfts and this is what brands will be able to do in the next few years where hmm. they'll they'll nurture their own community and they'll give either airdrops or free physical products to to whatever they they produce in the in their stores right because if if you look at um, uh, what is that um, if you look at the the stores sometimes there is a lot of uh, items that are getting unsold because of various external conditions so right. teams instead of uh, either giving it off for for lesser price tags or uh, bulky discounted sales they could do it to their closely knitted community right yeah that's true that is so, like you know a ready made audience right yeah exactly and and that is being enabled by nfts and blockchain so i i will definitely i mean i'm i'm looking for it for more brands stepping into uh, nfts for uh, creating this exclusive community and and also like you mentioned uh, there are also apartments and lands getting sold and they are having a physical uh, nft asset on chain as well right and and this has made a whole bunch of paperwork so easy right, right. it's so much to... so much more efficient right exactly i mean i i saw a news just a month ago where siemens uh, one of the biggest Uh, german conglomerate i mean my ex employer they right. signed off a 
bond worth of 60 million dollars on chain on polygon wow so they were able to do it uh, without having to spend a lot of time and they yeah. were able to sign it off within a week which would have taken 3 to 6 months of their time right wow so yeah, this yeah. is this is brilliant right these kind of use cases really make you a, a believer again like do you feel proud to be a part of such a pioneering industry <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that that's what keeps us going right i mean founders yeah. like me we go through a lot of uh, good phases as well as bad phases right uh, because the yeah. uh, uh, last few months have been a, a torrid time horrid time for founders like me right. because every yeah. day when you wake up you see something crashing you see yeah. ftx going down you see celsius going down you see something or the other blowing up uh, but right. then when yeah. you look up to real use cases where siemens is is doing something uh, reddit is is doing something yeah. mastercard is doing something that is right. when that brings smile to founders not just the founders but the whole team right right yeah absolutely it's very yeah. heartening right like when you're doing something right <laughs> so it, it seems like it's a little bit of validation i think exactly <laughs> whenever uh, there is validation from bigger brands uh, then then you feel more happy and relaxed <laughs> absolutely so um you know now that uh, i i this is like a question that i've always had for a while so nfts and i think you're the best person to answer it uh, what is like the user base so for these physical um nf physical asset backed nfts like for example if a fashion brand is coming out of these nfts uh, which are backed by some physical asset or their uh, merchandise so what is like the user base that they are targeting are these uh, like the millennials are these uh, gen x like who are these people who are perhaps purchasing these nfts because there has to be some sort of a purchasing power that you need to have is that but is that dependent on the age are they targeting age wise uh, what is again your take here uh, so uh, nfts if you look at the whole segment yes the the millennials the, the early 20s the mid 20s mm. are the ones who are going after most nfts in the form of pfps or gaming nfts but right. if you look at the, the the costlier ones where let's say i'm i'm sure that not all of us can go out there and buy uh, a crypto punk or let's say board ape ha exactly these are yeah. these are what um, people with money they are coming out and buying the buying out there because you see the traction right because you see right. millions of dgens millions of millennials uh, aping into nfts right. and those who want to sp- spread their wealth those who want to diversify their uh, diversify their uh, accumulation of wealth they prefer going nfts way because it's digital and on top yeah. of it it's blockchain it's not just digital but blockchain which which is which is what uh, erasable right right so that is something that people started to believe and uh, most of the vc firms they own nfts as well if you if you know that fact some right, of the prominent yeah. vcs they own nfts they own crypto punks or bored apes so they have it as part of their portfolio as well right, right. It's, it's also a risk management where they 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 buy some ethereum buy some bitcoins and at the same time they also buy bored apes and crypto punks to diversify the risk right so yeah in, in the majority of the nfts yes it's the millennials but hmm. uh, the expensive ones like let's say good good see or or uh, louis vuitton nfts which are worth let's say 50000 dollars can only be bought by 
a handful of people in the market right, right? so yeah. it's 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 a mix it's a mix okay so i i do think that you know then the uh, the way you incentivize or motivate your potential user that would be very different i i think that perhaps for the millennials you would look at creating uh, fomo and uh, you know some exclusive perks that would actually make sense to them but for the latter where uh, you know money is not exactly the sole uh, reason why somebody is purchasing that nft perhaps it's it's the exclusivity like like the body uh, you know club i i do think that it's the exclusivity part that makes those dayc nfts uh, get sold out like the motivation is different would i be correct in thinking that uh oh, exactly exactly i mean look at um, look at people playing golf right it's, hmm. it's not one of the fanciest or the most entertaining sports i mean uh, golfers true. don't get offended <laughs> by my statement but yeah. just saying because if if you compare it to it uh, let's say football or or even cricket has been criticized for not being one of the attractive sports right hmm. but but if you look at this golf thing even i i know certain golf clubs which has an entry hmm. fee of uh, several thousand dollars right exorbitant so, uh, absolutely yeah, yeah exactly i i know a golf club in in spain which has an entry uh, fee of uh, $50000 or $100000 wow. per annum per annum wow so that tells you that there is no entry for a layman there is no yeah. entry for somebody who works for uh, Volkswagen or Siemens unless he is right. a director or uh, a certain managerial position in Siemens right so yeah. why do they cap it because they bring exclusivity because yeah. if, if ambani goes out there and plays golf he is likely to meet adani over there or he is likely to meet uh, tata over there right because that gives exclusivity and then that lets them interact with people who are on par or above par of their levels right, right. so if you look at uh, the holders of board devs it's 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 hmm. whom it's it's the justin bieber uh, it's it's the uh, the big names in the industry and when right. they all meet in, in a board apes get together they get to uh, they get to exchange thoughts on what is their next industrial hype uh, what are the next uh, generative ai projects that they wanted to invest and so on so right. that sort of exclusivity is 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 also given by nfts and also certain collections so yes you are right uh, to a great extent okay cool uh, now you know you've mentioned uh, generative ai so i must ask uh, you know i had also read something very interesting i keep forgetting where i read these things but basically i had come across this article where it talked about how one of the trends in the nft space is going to be uh, nft collections generated by ai uh, so can you tell us a little more about that because i found it very fascinating uh, and do you think that it has um, any scope of becoming big or would it be just big because it's something like very novel oh, it's, it's also, still early days yeah has it been done already like that was another thing i'm uh, i'm getting ahead of myself but yeah i i do wonder <laughs> like are there any collections that have been generated by ai yeah uh, there are uh, even even binance launched one called picasso they they they, they got the name inspired by picasso, picasso. they launched so, uh, picasso yeah. they they also ended up in a controversy uh, by by launching the collection uh, okay. but uh, but but yeah it's 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 already happening 
people are deploying okay. collections after collections on different chains but it's it's still pretty early days when it uh, when it comes to nfts being generated by ai because there is a uh, there is a lot uh, that can be done by humans and right. ai as well because with the advent of chat gpt now that people are realizing the power of ai right Right, but, yeah. but I have I've been working with data for the last 10 years, last 11 years. I've been part of Siemens and Volkswagen in the data department. Uh, but right. it is the last few months that the people have have, uh, have realized the potential of AI with the chat GPT and BART coming out. Right. And that is also something that uh, investors believed in BitScrunch because we use AI to detect uh, the unusual patterns of NFTs. Right. Right. Yeah. So AI has been used for a while, but like with for art, I think with Mid Journey and all of these other platforms, uh, like it's it's become so big all of a sudden. Everybody is talking about it. I think it's just uh, that you know ChatGPT became really big very quickly. Uh, so a lot of focus is like shifted to AI. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. It's, it's still uh, early days, and people are testing its waters, and there are right. already voices coming out to ban AI, to ban ChatGPT. Uh, In fact, yeah. a couple of governments, uh, Italy has banned ChatGPT and Germany is also considering banning ChatGPT. So, because yeah. of the privacy laws, right? Yes. That's, that's because of the GDPR laws, right? Yes, exactly. And then I come from poor Germany, poor in the sense of <laughs> data privacy laws, <laughs> because we always right. have this tough, tough nut to crack and GDPR has always been uh, a tough nut to crack for, for yeah. a lot of firms. A lot of firms, including Google, Facebook, Amazon and others have been sued by the European yeah. government for uh, violating their privacy issues. But it's it's good to have both, right? Because it's uh, yeah. you, you cannot just give away everything just because computer is learning. You, you cannot just be open for all. So you need yeah. to find a balance and uh, yeah, time, time will have to tell how is going to be the next few months? So, you know, this is not to do with NFTs now, but because, you know, you, we, we are talking about AI, I would love to know what's your take because we kind of mentioned, so there is this uh, petition, right? That has been signed by Elon Musk and some others uh, ask, uh, for putting forward like a moratorium on uh, the development of chat GPT and AI there and for six months until, you know, policy kind of catches up. What is your take on that? So AI is, is again uh, similar to what uh, coin is, right? The coin has two sides, heads and tails. So I right. see AI the same way. So uh, right now people are uh, seeing that the AI is reaping benefits out of all the machine learning models that have been uh, built over the years. But hmm. at the same time, it, it also uh, lacks certain intelligence, right? I mean, definitely yeah. at the end of the day, uh, a computer cannot be a human, at least in terms of emotional intelligence, right? Yeah. So, and in that case, yes, it there will be some uh, odd, odd days where AI could fail miserably. It is it is already evident that Bard has has given a false statement, and uh, Bing search has also been under uh, several controversies in recent times because of their search functionality. So yeah. uh, we need to strike a balance. And then uh, yeah. if if you ask the readiness, readiness is is always a subjective thing, right? Because what right. you think yeah. as Absolutely. ready may not be ready for me. 
right? Ah. Same with DApps or or BitScrunch. If you think DApps yeah. is ready to onboard the next million users, you could be wrong in my opinion, in my eyes. Same with right. BitScrunch. If BitScrunch unleash NFTs dot com, if it can handle millions of users tomorrow, uh, you you might feel it different. You might uh, stand against my point. So right. that's the point with AI. So we need to have framework. We need to have uh, guidelines. And I, and I hmm. assume and I'm sure that the governments or the lawmakers or the policymakers will come up with certain guidelines for AI. Hmm. Uh, because if you you cannot deploy deploy AI all of a sudden in, in every aspects of life, right? right. It, it it could be fatal as well eventually. We cannot have self driving cars yet because right. it's it's directly related to human safety, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. things will happen, but eventually it will happen, not overnight. That's my take. Right. It does. Like, I do think that policy kind of catches up with innovation, but you're absolutely right there, that there needs to be some sort of a balance. My take is also that uh, perhaps the industry as a whole needs to do some uh, self, uh, you know, regulation, perhaps, you know, that is something I say for crypto as well. I, I think, uh, you know, by the time policy catches up, usually it's, it's retrospective. So might as well do some self-regulation to be uh, ahead of the game and you know don't have uh, then that way at least your detractors cannot uh, pull you down because you know you're already doing something so you know with ai i also feel uh, that it's like garbage in and garbage out like we were taught for computers right that is yeah. it's the same people so you know if we are building something so it, it i i don't believe in all of this talk about ai uh sort of taking over jobs and all not immediately at least because you know right now it's such early days and uh, I, I do think that, you know, people who are actually using G a chat GPT perhaps to make their job easier, you are only as good as what you are, uh, you know, asking or what you're prompting chat GPT or open AI, uh, because it's exactly how, you know, you do Google search. Not everybody would be would be able to do like a search properly and get the relevant results. So I, I feel that that is pretty similar to AI as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people need to uh, find the nuances, right? Uh, yeah. So. The professionals are getting paid so high because they know how to get it done, right? Right. And and most of the engineers, uh, I'm I'm sure you can back this statement. Most of them use Stack Overflow or, or whatever yeah. options that are available on the internet. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that everybody can code, right? People <laughs> needs to know what has to be written in, in that particular place. Right. Uh, that is why they are getting paid so high, and some are getting paid so low. Right, so Absolutely. that that has that remains the same in in uh, in AI as well. They need to understand what sort of questions that they can ask and what sort of answers that they'll receive receive, and they'll have to tune AI accordingly. So in, in a way, it it will take some time for people to get adjusted to what they wanted to receive, and it's it's a process. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now, uh, you know, just one question I want to like uh, jot this in any way before we wrap it up and I come to my uh, penultimate questions. Um, what is your take on um, soul bound tokens and, you know, NFTs associated with SBTs uh, to do with academics and identity? Uh, do you have an opinion here? Uh, do you think that, you know, uh, users will find value uh, in SBTs apart from the with crypto natives already. Do you think that this is something that they can understand? 
yes, there is definitely some scope for SBTs as well because not all the to- tokens that has to be traded, right? Because yeah. yes, look at look at NFTs, uh, unique collections, unique collectibles. Uh, they they have to be part of an exclusive collect collections or or exclusive community. That is fine, but mm-hmm. there are some certain things that can be made as an SBT. For instance, degree certificates or or uh, your uh, land certificate, registration certificate, or whatever can be made as a soul bound token, so that it's it's not tradable. Whereas you can keep it as an asset, which doesn't mm-hmm. accrue value, but at the same time, it's more of a token of appreciation or or token of recognition. So those can be made as an SBT. So SBTs will will eventually uh, flourish in the coming cycles, but as okay. of now. People prefer to have liquid cash, huh. <laughs> so they are going That's after cool. uh, non-fungible tokens. But but eventually right. there will be a separate market for SBTs as well because uh, it's it's the uh, father of uh, all the L1 L2 chains. Vitalik who has himself vouched for SBTs, so I'm sure mm. there are so many teams who are working on SBTs and and their uh, existence. It is just that yeah. we need to see the evolve, uh, the the how it unfolds in the future. Right. Okay. Okay. So quickly now, what are your three predictions for this particular year and the coming year uh, regarding the you know bull cycle coming in or just the NFT uh, market as well? So like quick three predictions. <laughs> Bit scrunch. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have a good time. <laughs> so that's that's my first prediction because we are uh, focusing on decentralizing the the top data stack data layer right so we are uh, definitely going to stay as uh, nfts in the picture and the second prediction is bitcoin will see a raise uh, during fag end of the year because okay uh, with the bitcoin halving that is going to happen in the next year beginning of next year mm-hmm. I, I assume that the bitcoin will see a Mini rally. I mean, don't ask me if it is a bull or bear <laughs> market, but I I am hopeful of uh, Bitcoin raising in value, and mm. then more brands will step into NFTs after Amazon steps into it. Already there right. are so many brands stepping into NFTs, and I see a lot of NFTs coming into the picture uh, in the in the near future. Awesome, awesome. These are great predictions. I think I think I agree with all of them. Uh, I I do think that you know you guys are gonna become like so much more bigger, especially with your B two C platform. Uh, that's that's gonna be awesome. Uh, to train your enterprise model as well. So and for Bitcoin and for more people coming into NFTs, I think those are hopes that I have as well. Uh, for the market as a whole, because more people or more brands launching NFTs would mean more uh, users coming into Web three. and that is yeah. essentially i think what all builders want yeah so uh, coming to i think we are running out of time but yeah coming to my last question this is something i ask everybody uh, that kind of comes on the show if somebody is peering in from the web to end of things and wanting to leap into web3 uh, what would be your two three cents to give this person your suggestions for this person so that they can start living on blockchain mm-hmm. uh it's it's the I mean, people call it DIYOR, but right. uh, it's 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 really tough to do your own research before stepping yeah. into something. So rather, yeah. I w- I would suggest people to 
take their own time in, in order to read things right i mean uh, see people investing on gold or land or or stock markets it's the amount of time that they have put in right because of that they are having a full conviction towards investing in gold or land or apartments so yeah. i would i would ask them to do the same for crypto just because okay. your friend has invested on crypto doesn't mean that you have to jump onto the boat right away because yeah. that eventually will lead to a loss right uh, so uh, take your own time read a lot of stuffs we don't live in 2013s we are in 2023 yeah. so now we yeah. have enormous amount of uh, materials to read through enormous amount of projects to look up to so take your own time spend time uh, over weekends or or whatever uh, and then slowly get into it right. just just take investment as the last option of your exploration until then just okay. read 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 and then try to understand what's happening that's quite a quotable quote take investment as the last option for your exploration <laughs> that's good but i have a quick follow up question now so uh, what would you recommend for uh, you know people who are looking to read or assimilate information about this space do you have any recommendations or people that you think uh, you know they should follow on twitter elsewhere uh, i mean they 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 have to definitely uh, up their twitter game because twitter is hmm. where crypto is, is happening and right. uh, they need to follow some of the uh well well known professionals out there right uh, look at cz look at the uh, coinbase ceo and and there, there are a lot of firms that have been there done that uh, take for instance chainlink is doing a great job in educating people uh, right. in fact binance is having a particular section for education on their platform so you, you don't have to go anywhere just go to coinbase.com yeah. or binance.com where you will have ample amount of learning opportunities on their platform itself and then there are so many yeah. influencers out there but the problem with influencers is yes they since they are getting paid sometimes <laughs> yeah. they go off target they promote right. uh, something that is fishy something that is crappy which eventually right. uh, makes the retail user feel bad but yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a balance between so many resources available it's it's a mix of youtube twitter and um, some of the platforms that are available that have that have been there done that without getting burst right i think yes i think that's good advice to follow which is uh, what i tell people as well that you know just follow some builders people who are actually building in this space uh, you know learn from them and uh, look at what they are reading and who are they following because i think it's it's good to take information from several sources but uh, you know just sort of doing what you feel is right for you because i i do think that uh, risk appetite and uh, perhaps your own take on how you want to invest or if you just want to learn or if you want to take up a job all of those are very individual decisions exactly so we need to be mindful of investments like i said investment hmm. should be the last option of their exploratory journey <laughs> yeah uh, right. but otherwise just keep learning keep pushing your limits and 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 attend a lot of physical events Right. Yes, I agree that we we got used to this whole home office things during COVID, but now that right. the world has opened up, uh, go out there, uh, reach out to people, or at least attend a few Web three events. I'm I'm sure there is 
a lot of web3 events happening across cities not just uh, prominent cities but then i see web3 events happening even in tier 2 cities in india uh, or in right. places out there so just try to spend your time and and meet uh, some people go out for events and then those learnings will will eventually help you grab uh, right informations right right sources hmm yeah i think you're absolutely right there okay so this has been such a good conversation really i'm smiling from ear to ear thank you so much vidya for taking out the time to speak to me any parting thoughts before we wrap this up uh for builders just keep your heads down and focus on building uh, yeah. uh the space is not going anywhere and yeah. we need more builders for the upcoming bull or or beer cycles or whatever so just keep your heads down and focus on building things will eventually fall wow that's good uh, that's that's great to hear from you thank you so much i think i need this advice as well uh, so, <laughs> thank you so much once again uh, yeah, you've been uh, wonderful and uh, I, again i'm really really grateful you could take out the time yep thanks again uh, was a, was a pleasure talking to you tarisha uh, great job and and also best wishes for uh, daps and and go <laughs> thank you so much yep